Hello, this is Tim Convoy, the pastor of New Life Community Church located in Nashville, Indiana. I'd like to thank you for visiting our podcast, and I trust that God will just bless you and encourage you and speak to your heart as you listen to this message. Thank you again for joining us, and God bless you. Well, we have a uh, speaker with us that comes to us from uh, Sherwood Oaks Christian Church over in Bloomington. Um, Ken Mitchell is going to uh, deliver the sermon today. And uh, as I was speaking to Ken, trying to arrange this thing, we kind of have some things in common. Um, He actually used to work at Yellowwood State Forest. And, uh, of course, I worked there for many years. And uh, he's also uh, enjoys fishing very much. So I enjoy fishing. But anyway, you know, he preaches and he fishes, so he's got to be a good guy. So welcome, Ken. That may be the best introduction I ever got. <laughs> Thanks, Jim. <laughs> the uh, one thing I didn't mention to Jim when we were talking about our experiences. Yeah, by the way, you're getting some uh, uh, bookmarks passed out uh, from my wife, Claudia, who is on staff at Sherwood Oaks. And... Uh, We're going to talk today about seeing hearts and not hammers, and uh, boy, there are lots of kids in this congregation, I love that, and uh, we're going to talk about how you can help those kids, whether they're uh, your kids or your grandkids or your neighbors or kids in school, whatever it is, so I hope you'll put that somewhere uh, where it will be of of real use. I uh, didn't mention to Jim we were talking, he missed the uh, rattlesnake feed, that we had out, out at Yellowwood years ago. And uh, it was before you couldn't kill them, although I did not intentionally kill the rattlesnake. Uh, but I hit it with a six by six truck. <laughs> and uh, fortunately, uh, didn't really damage it. In fact, when I picked it up, it started rattling. So being a clever person, I put it back down. And I kind of nudged it, it seemed to be dead. I picked it up again and it started rattling again. Uh, But it it really ended up being dead and uh, uh, we were talking about it and then uh, Katrina, who worked at the the office out there, said, you know, I'd like to taste rattlesnake. And none of us had ever eaten it, so she took it home and brought it back in skillet. And uh, I've got to tell you, I was not the first person to taste it. Uh, which you'd think I would be. I was a biology teacher for 38 years, and you'd think, you know, I'd just be all over that. But I, I did, and in about five minutes, it was all gone. It was delicious. And just so you know, it did not taste like chicken. <laughs> I uh, have some things I'd like to share with you today. And uh, I'd like to share, first of all, uh, scripture that kind of is the uh, text for my message today. And if you have your Bibles or if you have your cell phone and you want to want to check it out, uh, it is in Proverbs, the third chapter, the fifth and sixth verses. And uh, I'm going to read that, and then I'm going to pray. And I'll tell you what I always pray when I preach is that God will give me more things to say if he wants me to say them and take away the things he doesn't want me to say. So if I finish my prayer and start the invitation, you'll know he didn't like any of it. Uh, 
But I preached this message last week up in Gosford, Indiana, and he let me get through the whole thing. So we'll see what happens. Um, okay, so this scripture says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. All your ways submit to him, and he will make your path great. Would you bow with me in prayer now? Father, what a, what a great group of people. My goodness, what an awesome worship service. And uh, I know you have blessed this church, and my prayer is that you will continue to bless it as it ministers in this community, in Brown County, in Nashville, in Morgan County, and all, all around. And uh, I just ask that you would guide them, you'll protect them, and uh, that as they continue to minister, others will come and want to be a part of this ministry as well. So thank you, Father. Thank you for hearing our prayers. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, it looks like I'm going to preach the whole sermon. So um, you, you can see on the slide up there, uh, my message is seeing hearts, not hammers. And um, I want you to, let me just ask this question. If you have had a cold or the flu or the measles, or the mumps in the last month or so, just say me too. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, hopefully you didn't react to it the way this lady does in this uh, video. Let's uh, take a look at that real quick. This is a mom having a bad day. When you feel the first signs of a cold, use Vic's first defense. It's a new microgel that attacks the cold virus before it has a chance to turn nasty. <laughs> new Vicks yeah, first defense. Yeah. Felt like Attack that, is the best form of defense. Uh, I don't know what that kid was thinking, but he, I, I'm sure he was thinking he better straighten up. You know, uh, we're, we're going to talk about seeing hearts and not hammers today. And we're going to talk about a little different way of seeing. I'm sure that kid will never forget what he saw his mom do. But, you know, what we all do when our kids are born, or our grandkids, whatever, well, the first thing we do as soon as we see them is start talking to them or making motions or trying to get them to smile. And have you ever wondered what the kid is seeing at that point? Take, take a look at this video real quick, quick also.
yourself, you know, with a little, little baby, what they're, what they're possibly seeing. Well, I want to talk today about seeing better. And uh, I don't know if you've had a, an experience like my wife did years ago. She was teaching at Spencer Elementary, which at that time was the second largest uh, elementary school in Indiana. And she was teaching first grade. Let's see the next picture here. This, uh, this is kind of the scene. Uh, I doubt if any of you know my wife, but she's on the back row. And uh, gosh, we were uh, been married seven or eight years, and she was beautiful then and is still beautiful now. Uh, <laughs> But uh, she was teaching first grade, and there were, I think, four or five uh, first grades. And um, there was also a class of, um, I don't remember how they called not quite ready for first grade. And those were the kids that academically or socially or whatever way it was just weren't quite ready. And honestly, the first grade teachers didn't really want to have those kids in class because they were going to be issues. And, but, but Linda Stafford had the pre-first next door, and she had those kids. And there was one Claudia talked about, and she said, oh, I just hated the scene because he always had something green or yellow coming out of his nose. And, you know, if she got too close, she had to get right home and take all her stuff off and wash. And, but Linda wasn't like that. She just, she just put up with it. Well, one day, Jason came to school with a hammer, a toy hammer, and uh, he had it in his pocket, and he got it out, and he started doing his version of the Smothers Brothers. Now, I know you young kids will have no idea what I'm talking about. Who remembers the Smothers Brothers? Yeah, yeah, the old folks. Okay. Uh, back in the 70s, they were kind of a um, music comedy team, and they did a song uh, about John Henry. And when John Henry was little, somebody gave him a hammer. And he went around town hitting everything. Hitting the walls, hitting the doors, hitting, hitting the sidewalk, hitting the fire hydrants, hitting the trees. So all dogs hated John Henry. You see, for the hydrants and the trees. That's, that's okay. You don't have to laugh if you don't get it. Well, anyway... Jason had the hammer, and he was doing the same thing, hitting the desk and, and uh, the walls. And so Linda saw that, and she said, Jason, that's got a sharp corner on it. You might hurt somebody with that. Put that in your pocket, and when you get home, take it out. Don't bring it back. So he, yeah, that's what he was doing. Yes, that's what I'll do. So he put it in his coat pocket. Well, recess started, and the first grade teachers called recess nightmare on the playground. Uh, they had, I think, six teachers. Three of them went out with maybe 200 kids. The other three got to stay in, get a cup of coffee, go to the bathroom, grade some papers. And it was Claudia's day to stay in, and she was glad. So all these kids go out, and she's grading, and then she hears this enormous uproar. And what had happened, Jason had climbed the tornado slide. Remember those? Tornado slide, Yeah. And he was on the very top. And for some reason, there are kids that when they get to the very top, they don't want to go down, either because they're afraid or kind of like having the control. Nobody's going to do anything as long as they're up there. And so Jason was up there, and he was feeling like, man, he was king of the world. And he felt in his pocket and found that hammer. 
And so started swinging it around, swinging it around, swinging, and he lost the grip. And it goes sailing across the playground and hits the little girl right across the top of the eye. Well, she starts screaming and bleeding. You know how that is when you, when you get a, a cut on your face. All the rest of the kids screaming. And it was mass chaos. And Claudia heard it. She thought, uh-oh, something big has happened. So she got up and went to the hallway. And here comes Linda with the victim who is cut and the villain, Jason, who caused damage. And she comes by and she sort of, sort of shoves Jason into her classroom and said, can you watch him? I'm going to take this little girl and get her fixed up. Well, this kid, Jason, starts crying big time. You know the ugly cry? We've all seen it. We've all done it. Well, this was the ugly cry. And he's saying, I want my teacher. I want my teacher. I want my teacher. And Claudia's thinking, no, you don't. She is going to be so mad at you. And so he keeps going, I want my teacher. I want my teacher. And then she said, he said the magic words, I, I think, I think I'm going to throw up. Claudia said, it's fine, your teacher. So they went out in the hallway. And down at the end of the hall came Mrs. Stafford. And Jason let go of Claudia's hands and starts running and crying. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And Linda drops to her knees. And instead of giving punishment, she throws her arms around Jason and says, I know, I know you didn't mean to do it. I know your heart. And that changed Claudia's viewpoint on hearts and hammers, and it changed mine, and it changed lots of other people. The disappointed, wounded child who's hit from out of nowhere. Have you ever thought about your life going back and thinking now, this is not the way I thought it was going to be? You know, that things happen, and people sometimes are cruel, and it's hard to look past the hammers and see the heart. And it's hard when things don't just go the way you thought it was going to be. Now, you, you uh, young people here uh, have a, I'll just tell you, have probably a wrong picture of marriage. We've all done this in movies and books where this handsome prince marries this, this beautiful girl and they get married and they ride off into the sunset. And live happily, the, the word is live happily ever after. Um, I'm not going to ask how many of you married folks have had it that way. My guess is there will not be any hands. But boy, ours was going to be that way. Oh my goodness. I did everything right. I married the most beautiful, wonderful girl in the world. I had the best car. If any of you that are antique car people, a 65 Malibu baby blue convertible oh man what i'd give to have that car now and and so we got in the car and we rode off into the sunset headed for Terre Haute and down through missouri for our honeymoon and oh it was wonderful and and i got my first teaching job in bloomington illinois made an astounding seven thousand dollars a year and we could not figure out how we're going to spend that much money and um, time went on, and I was teaching down in Clinton, Illinois, and I got a call from the neighbor and said, Claudia is really, really sick. You need to get home. 
And so I came home, and she was sick, and got her in the hospital. Doctor referred her to a specialist, and he said, yeah, we're going to have to do exploratory surgery. Something is going bad in there. Well, Claudia's dad was working full-time. My parents were working full-time. And my mother-in-law, who happens to be with me this morning, uh, we all call her mom-mom, Pat Kane. She lives in our house with us. She is, uh, among other things, my best friend. But part of the reason is for what happened next. So she came up, came over, and we. And if you've been anywhere where there's, somebody's having a sur- surgical procedure, it just takes forever. doesn't matter what it is. And so we had been there, I think, six hours. And, oh, finally the doctor comes out, the surgeon, and he's, he's kind of sweaty and he looks tired and he says, I think she's got a good chance to live. Oh my goodness. And Claudia's mom's legs got wobbly and mine got wobbly and we held on to each other. We had no idea it was going to be like that. And so she was in uh, intensive care for three weeks. And in those days, you could see somebody in intensive care once every three hours. So we do that, do that, and then go home one night. We didn't have a TV because we couldn't afford it with all that money we were making. And, and, and so one night, uh, Pat said, let's go bowling. So we did. After our last visit, 9 o'clock, we went out and bowled. She's not very good. I beat her. But, but we had a good time. Well, then our anniversary came up, first anniversary. And Claudia was still in intensive care. And, and so I went to the gift shop and bought a red rose and uh, a vase or a vase, if that's the way you say it, and, and brought it in to her. And I told the nurses this was our anniversary, our first uh, anniversary, our wedding. And they were all crying, and I took it over there and set it next to her. And I said, honey, happy anniversary. And I got a look. And I realized that didn't go well. So I said, I, I wish it was me instead of you. And she goes, me too. That was the beginning of our, our second year of marriage and uh, was not off to a good start. And she got out and still had her surgical patch. Uh, and I got a disease called Guillain-Barre syndrome and was sick for, for a, a while. So we didn't, we didn't, that riding off into the sunset, living happily ever after didn't, didn't quite happen. Um, there are disappointments, that's for sure. Let's have the next slide up there, please. And so the question is, in this scenario, who are you or who are you going to be? Are you going to be Jason with the hammer? Are you going to be the teacher seeing hearts and not hammers? Are you going to be the wounded one? We've all been wounded at some point. Are you going to be part of that playground scene which is like a bag of jelly beans, all different colors, all different flavors, and you just don't feel like you fit in anywhere. One of the saddest times I can remember, my granddaughter was in kindergarten, and it was a public school, and she, her, her dad, my son, happened to drive by, and she was sitting under a swing, no, under a, a slide, crying. And he pulled right in, went in, found out what's going on, Ended up, she wasn't doing very well. So that day, they transferred schools. Uh, but boy, sometimes those playgrounds are scary. Sometimes school is scary. 
um, lots of things. And, and so we really need to, to look at who, who we are and whose we are. My goodness, what an incredible song service we had today. I kept thinking as I was sitting there, what am I going to have to say that's going to top this? Uh, man, what a, what, a, what a great, great worship time. Well, we have threats everywhere. And I don't know if anybody recognizes. Say it out. Swiper. Yes, no swiping. Oh, my goodness. I got so tired of watching those Dora cartoons. But these are hard to buy, believe it or not. Um, and this is about the fifth one because anytime Claudia does this teaching, she just gives them away. Don't ask. I'm not giving this one away. But we have all kinds of things hiding, waiting to take our joy. And it doesn't look like swiper. It may look like something a lot, a lot worse. Yeah, if you're on the playground and you feel disconnected, and you're just going through the motions of life, it's time for all of us to start looking at hearts instead of hammers. It's tough. It's happening here in this church. It's happening in Nashville. It's happening in Bloomington. It's so easy to see the hammers. And it's so easy to get hurt. But God tells us he is all we need. He's more, more than we need. If we look for good, if we look for hearts. Let's see the next video. It takes a few seconds, so I'll switch this one on. And we'll just say, if mommy talks. Alex? 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 Hello, you. This is a miracle rescue that all 13 members of the soccer team are out of the cave. He turns into a superhero set on feeding as many homeless people as possible. This election, we've seen historic voter turnout. An all Asian cast, there's nothing more empowering. see hearts and not hammers. Now, maybe you can't do some of those things. I can't do them, some of those things. Uh, because of my Gillian Bray, I wear braces. It's a 50-50 chance when I go up and down steps like that if I'm going to make it. I'm, I made it. You guys in the front? Yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, you guys in the front, when I come down, if you see me come your way, either get out of the way or grab me, okay? <laughs> but lots, lots of things. You know, um, in just a minute, I'm going to offer an invitation. And Jim asked me if I wanted to do that, and I said, absolutely. Uh, years ago, we were at a convention, youth convention, had a youth group at Gosport, 
and they gave uh, the guy had a really good message really good music and at the end did not give an invitation and one of the girls in my youth group went stomping up there right up on the podium when it was over and one of my youth sponsors said uh oh there goes sarah we better get her and she was just reaming this guy out because they didn't offer an invitation and we had kids kids with us that, that weren't saved yet had not been baptized so no i never preached without an invitation and i don't know you at all except i love you collectively man what a fun group but i don't know who has a decision today that you need to make i'm going to give you a chance in just a minute i'm also going to give you a chance i brought a present for some of you you've got the bookmarks um my wife is an author, and her fourth book, first book was One Girl Can Change the World, and there was a, a journal with that and a leader's guide. The second book is One Mom Can Change the World. And guess what next Sunday is? Mother's Day, yes. And so these books are a gift from Sherwood Oaks Christian Church. And if you want one, as a mom, you can come up and get one when we get done. Or if you want to give one as a, a gift next week, you can come up and give, get one. And my mother-in-law will hand them out till they're all gone. And if you don't get one and you want one, leave me your name and I'll get one for you. It's a good book. I'm a little prejudiced, but it is good. It's being taught in California. It's being taught a couple of places in, in uh, Africa, places all over Indiana. It's a good book, I promise you. And I'm prejudiced. All right, we're going to have an invitation. If you have never committed to Jesus Christ, you have never been immersed, you have never given a good confession, this is a good time to do it. This wonderful praise team is coming forward. We're going to have an invitation song. If you are not officially a part of this congregation and you would like to be, come down. We'll make you official right here and right now. And if you have a need for prayer and want to just come down, I'll be glad to pray with you. I know the elders will. And uh, thank you for your attention. Thank you for your work, for your ministry. And let's stand now as we sing. <laughs>